I'm Nene. I'm Becky. And this is A Night, Night Called. So, Trey. Trey Tuck. Yes. Oh, we're starting. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just, we just, we, there that's is no like real start. We just cool. start whenever we feel like. Y'all got your, y'all got your <laughs> intro. Your intro music is dope. So. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. What does it sound like to you when you hear that music? What vibe do you get? Just a chill vibe. Just like, it's, it's, vibe. it's very, I don't know. It just f- it feels good. It feels good. I don't know right. how, if that explains it, but no, like, it's a nice, it's a nice little bop that you have in the beginning of it. I actually thought it was like an artist, like if somebody was playing it or mm-hmm. something like that. So it's pretty oh, dope. Nice. That's dope. It's supposed to make you feel good. Yeah, it does. It when does. I first heard it, I thought of like old school porn and I was like, this sounds like <laughs> <laughs> like 70s. Yes, yeah, this sounds like some old school porn. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody's going nice to feel good. Jazzy, feel good yeah. type of Serious, but not too serious. That's my type of vibe, though. I like I like jazz, like that type of that type of sound, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to uh, anything that has to do with talking. I think it kind of soothes people into like knowing you're gonna get a good conversation versus hearing like rap music. Then you know the topic is gonna be just rap or whatever the case is. So no, I feel you. It yeah. makes people comfortable, also as well. Like and that's what we want. We wanted. So yay! I am <laughs> glad that you got that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But I want to ask you: Do you write your own music? Like, do you write everything? Yes, I do. You do. I have to. I have to. You have to write your own music. Do you? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> but like, I do. I feel like I I do because I came from the era of like people love music so much, like the nineties. They put they took pride in that shit. Like they mm-hmm. really took pride in writing their own music. And now, cool, you don't have to if you're an artist, but if you're an MC and you're really trying to like change somebody's life, mm-hmm. then I feel like you have to write it because it has to come from a real place. Like you can't you can't fake lyrics that mean something. You can fake like a whole bunch of bullshit lines. You know yeah. what? You can though. Um, it just came out today that little Yachty was um he was doing an interview mm-hmm. and he said that oh, he cool. wrote act up for the city girl so everybody calling him the new city girl now oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. mad yeah. everyone's like oh so guys how do you feel now that this young man wrote a girl's anthem right yeah, act but, up but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's not his reality that's probably what he sees girls doing in the club like he's probably like oh y'all acting up look at drake and he yeah. said and he said that um he's he said that he he knows them personally, so he was kind of like writing what some type of sh- shit that they would say, and yeah. like I don't know, but how long you think that song's gonna like last for? Oh yeah, it's gonna go through the summer. You're gonna hear that every brunch. So absolutely, you think it'll yeah. be around for next summer? Probably mm. not next summer. Mm. Probably no. start dying next so you summer. Could write, somebody but, could write that. But you need a yeah. you want a summer hit though, even if it's just one hit. Like for you, sure, you want a summer hit because Cardi had a summer hit, and now she is just going and going and going and continuously going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot of she has a lot of dope shit. Um I don't know though. I think if it a feeling like like a that I mean that city girls record don't change your life. It make you feel good in the moment, but like it make you You can't write you can't have somebody write your shit that that like like I don't know. I can't think of I can't think of a song off the top of my head, but like for Drake for example, like some of the, his classic records like um not his records that people are like you know the pop records or whatever the, but the records that like solidify him to be for people to respect him mm-hmm. i know he writes those records all the other shit um not nice and you know where he got like 30 re- writers cool mm-hmm. but like you want to change somebody's life i feel like it has to come from you 
That's, it has to. That's dope because, and I'm glad that you're talking about that because that was something I was going to ask you later, but I guess it just kind of makes sense to ask now. Like, what is the purpose of of Trey Tuck? Like, me? Yeah, what's your purpose? I think my purpose is to change people's lives. So, mm-hmm. like, my, my, um, I mean, it's so, it's super cliche, but like, I started, I went to college for psych, so I wanted to be like a therapist. Mm-hmm. So, like, in my music, I feel like I can reach more people than I would be able to if I actually went to, get my master's and became a therapist Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's my purpose is like to whatever hurt and pain I feel I'm supposed to give that to other people and make them feel like oh shit like you're not the only one who feels like that that's my purpose and like something that I kind of I just I just respected about myself because I really am like you need somebody to talk to I'm probably the best person like I listen um you know I, I try to help people in, in any way that I can do it, and it's it's strangers, like it's 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 everybody. So that's that's my purpose is really to just try to change the world, but do it in a positive way. Make people feel like, you know, you're not the only one that's going through whatever you're going through, and that's like my, that's what I came to grips with. That's why I can't like if I try to make a club record, it yeah. might be cool, smooth, but like. The core people who fuck with me, they'll be like, oh, that's that's not it. They're gonna be like, nah, what trade doing? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not it. Sure. Under- that's funny because I was listening to- throughout your catalog and I was like, oh, like, there were certain songs where I'm like, yo, I respect, like, this is dope. Like, I respect this. Then I was like, oh, he's on his Drake shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, he's lit. Yeah, very, <laughs> very conscious um, and very articulate mm-hmm. um, in your diction and everything. That's what I was gonna ask. Did you? like go to higher learning um because your verbiage is is up there um it's honestly i wasn't expecting that from it's just usually a hip-hop artist they you know they usually talk about bitches and hoes and partying and drugs but you had a story which i thought was dope yeah um speaking of story um, I was listening to Sinners, um, yeah, which like was a dope track. <laughs> Thank you. And on the track, you said, she loved me more when I do her wrong. How could I do us right? Right. And I was like, damn, he's poetic. Yo, facts. <laughs> <laughs> I got lyrics. <laughs> I I'm, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. And I was like, that is so true. I was like, is, is he, I wanted to know what, what would definitely like inspired that that came from a real place like just from the women that i was kind of messing with Mm -hmm. i realized like it it reminded me of the the j cole lights please song where he's kind of talking you know he's trying to talk the world he's trying to help Mm -hmm. but like in the midst of doing that like the women that i was dealing with at the time they like whatever like but when you're trying to be the nice guy or whatever it is but when i'm like the asshole when i'm like the the person that like I know I probably shouldn't be, but I can get away with it because I'm being petty or whatever. It's like she loves me more for that. Like she's attracted more to me. I'm like, man. So why the why why would I be this this the person that I want to be in the in the moment mm-hmm. when I know I can get this reaction out of this person? It was it was very like manipulative, but it's it's like you know what I'm saying. Like just something that I came to a realization of. Especially when I was young, I used to get played like, "Yo, you're too nice." I had so many girls tell me that when I was growing up, and I'd be like, "Damn, I never knew like being so nice was like a, <laughs> was like a bad thing." You, you know, know what I'm saying? Damn, how old are you? I'm 26. Did you talk about you were younger? So <laughs> when I was when I was 20, when I was about like 20, I, honestly, from about like from 16 
to 22, mm-hmm. that was my narrative. Like, yo, you're too nice. Like, I do the most for women that I care about, and they just... Walk all over you. Yeah. Oh, no. and, and then you got to kind of blur the line. So then it's like, okay, so now I'm going to just be this bad guy for a while, and I realized, like, I was getting what I wanted. And it was kind of, like, cool, but it... I knew I have a sister, I have my mom, I have a lot of females in my family. So mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, at times I got to like reel it in like, oh shit, like what if somebody was doing that to my sister or my aunt or my mom? or mm-hmm. So like that's kind of where that kind of line came from. It was just like, yeah, I can do this and I would love to do this and I do do it. But it was just a song where I feel like I just want to let people know like all my shit that I want to get out of me. Like I, I don't want to harbor those feelings anymore because it's like. That's not a good person. Nobody likes a manipulative person. Everyone loves Drake. Man. That's not true. Everyone loves Drake. Drake yeah, is not manipulative. But Drake, Drake's manipulative. Yes, he is. is. He? I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I just think we Drake love, be we going lo- through. Well, not me. I don't love him the way you guys do. But y- y'all love Drake. <laughs> but I bet if y'all knew him on like a really, really personal level, you might be like, man, fuck this nigga. Like, yeah, he go, he making me do, you know, that type yeah, of shit. No, I, wouldn't, I know I wouldn't like Drake in person. Yeah. I already came to that conclusion. Ever since she kissed <laughs> Rihanna and she didn't want to be kissed and she had to curse him out backstage, yeah. I was like, yeah. You talking about, at, what was that? The, uh, was it the, what award that, show um, was MTV, it? I think yeah, it was the BMA Sister and she was pissed. She was yeah. like, that was not planned. Ever since that, I was like, oh, you a sneaky little one. Right, so like oh. now, now if people, people love Drake so much, now if like Rihanna's mad at him for that, then Rihanna is looked at as like, what's wrong with you? Like he's he's kind of like confessing his love to her in public places yeah, when she don't feel that way. Right. And it's like you're you're manipulating like the situation for people to feel bad if it goes wrong. That's somebody who's like, that's some shit right there. <laughs> that's some toxic <laughs> that's some shit. masculinity yeah. right there. <laughs> All right, that's very that's toxic. toxic. That's, I mean. That was the same thing they were saying with Cardi B and Offset. Like first broke up and he went on stage while right. she was performing. Yeah. It was like everybody was like, how'd no. How do y'all feel agreed. about that? How do you I, feel about that? I agreed with everyone that was saying no. I would be. This is my. This is my bread right, right here. Like this is my money, and you're coming on stage and you're fucking it up. I really don't care what other people want to see. Like, what if she just didn't want the media? And you already know Cardi has issues with the media being in her private life right now. Um, but. What if she didn't want that much? You know, what if to it's put staged, all that though? all out what if, there. What if it's staged? Because that's what I think. Like, what if it's staged? Like, like, like it looks. Nah, it looks not with Cardi B's. Not with her attitude. Cardi, she was like she yeah. was about to fuck nah, him she, up. She was pissed. She was the pissed. Way she, looked at him, she gave him the real Dominican. Yeah, you could tell she put the mic down. Like, she put it. She was like, "What the fuck?" Are, you could read her oh, lips. Yeah, like, she didn't want people to hear what she was saying. She literally had the mic like in the back and was cursing him the fuck out. Like she was. Him. Yeah, that shit's bad. Like, uh, that shit that's, is bad. Toxic. that's toxic. It's toxic. toxic as fuck. And I don't know why men feel like it's okay, but that's they get cool. away, but, they get away with it. But they in essence, um, I feel like he wanted to do a public apology because his reasoning for why he did that mm. was because he publicly embarrassed her. Right. So he was like, I'm going to publicly apologize and put my pride to the side. But there's other so, ways to do that. No, I think, I think for men, that's like the best way you try to get your lady back. Like you, you have to, because you have to publicly put yourself out there to look like a dumbass, but like for putting her through whatever. I that agree is. with that. I've done it, and that shit hurts. That shit hurts. That hurts. And and you can either take a person back or you don't. But as a man, that's kind of like the last straw. So like, if a woman, if a woman don't take you back after a public apology, to me, it's like you might want to move on, because that was that's. That's where your your pride is completely to the side. Like you, yeah. 
Like, but you know what? I'm going to reverse roles because recently Janae Aiko um, mm. confessed her, not only her love, but appreciation for Big Sean when he posted recently on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, how do we feel about that when an ex is publicly acknowledging your love or their love for you that's and then apologize. That's girl. manipulative that's too. No, I don't part. think it is. I think that's yeah, well, so you, you know why I don't why think she, it why is. Why could she send a text? No, because Big Sean, like when he start when he first came back on Instagram, it was on some like I'm a new person. Like I found clarity. I've been going through shit. Like y'all don't even know what I've been going through. Like if you guys really actually listen like to the videos that he released when he first came back on Instagram and then she replied to that. That was her supporting him <coughs> and it wasn't just Janae Aiko that like gave him an, a, a shout out publicly you know what I mean like that was her letting him know like I'm always here for you you don't feel no type of like pettiness no, s- no. nothing nope I do I didn't because <laughs> then people are kind of like oh Janae like no get off his post like the same way you would tell Offset to get off Cardi's post Started to do the same thing No, what but was, there's a double standard what was petty and I love her and she's the queen but if we want to talk about pettiness and the way she did it was amazing was Beyonce with Lemonade Mm. That was pettiness. That's yeah. the ultimate pettiness. Yeah. That's the ultimate. Talk that about off. public she pettiness. I su- I'm a supporter <laughs> of that. I, and she you, she did it through her music. And speaking of, I have a question. So mm. there's a song that I really like. It's Room Four One Four. Right. There's another song that I like too. But that one I like. And you talked about. There's this theory. I don't know if you've ever heard the theory of like three loves. You get yeah. three great loves in your life, only three chances. And you talked about these three bad bitches yeah. <laughs> and how the first one like. Like that was the hurt. Like you didn't that even expect. Never see, yeah. yeah, that yeah. you didn't expect. So like, tell can you tell That's us a little bit about all these three bad bitches? Because it sounds like you fucked up in the third <laughs> one. She left. Um, you know, I, I think well, that's kind of who it was about. But the f- the first one is normally like your first love. No mm-hmm. one. No one knows how it's going to end, and you're kind of like, oh, my God, you're so head over heels for the person that you first fall in love with because it's your first time. Second one is just maybe you're looking for something that you were trying to find in the first one, and it's not. It's just a lot of expensive. It's probably the longer relationship out of the ones that you've been in, mm-hmm. or maybe the shorter. In my, in, in my case, it was, it was a longer one. And it was good. It was great. Had a lot of highs, had a, a lot of lows. But then I think the older you get, the third one is like when you learn. Like, okay, I, I, I know my flaws. I know everything that I probably shouldn't be doing that I still do that I got to work on. I know what I'm good at. I know when I'm being played. I know when I'm not being petty or an asshole or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And you put your pride to the side. But sometimes it sometimes it works out and sometimes <laughs> it don't. Sometimes you know what I'm saying? And I think, I think as men, it's, it's hard to want to put your pride aside and like to let your ego like just go to the hands of the third person that can really like break your heart. So after that, I feel like most men are just kind of like, man, fuck it, until it's too late. And then you realize like maybe, you know, somewhere along the line you fucked up. So, Damn. yeah. Yeah. That's a tough story. Everybody had three loves before. You so had three loves. You have two. I haven't. Oh. I have three loves. I'm a different case though. So <laughs> we're not going to talk so, about Okay, okay. I have more issues. than one. I have more than three. I'll say I have more than three for I sure. I think females definitely, most females definitely have more than three. Like we we give multiple, 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 multiple chances until we kind of get the picture that we need to show. Mm. And I feel like men, it's kind of just like, because it, it becomes, uh, in my opinion, I feel like it becomes more of an ego thing where it's kind of like, damn, like I'm not 
going through this no more. Like, yeah, for sure. No girl's gonna bring me back to that. For that sure. Place. Men are sense. Men are so sen- Like we're sensitive. I know. And it's I know it's you cool. Guys are. It's it's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's cool because it's like most of us are. Ra- well, I speak me speaking. I was raised majority where I grew up in my mom's household. So it's uh-huh. like I have a lot of those like ten. But you still have to be a man. And you kind of juggle with that feeling, and then you have to be a black man on top of it. So then you gotta be held to a certain stigma that maybe you don't want to hold yourself to. Like you know, just nobody wants to cry. No one wants a man who's like complaining and crying, and he's always sad and moping around. You know, no, nah, no, it's a not girl it's attractive. Either. That's not attractive. But people will put up with that over a, a dude who's always whining. You'd be no, surprised. No, I mean, if the D is good, I'll okay. put up with it. Okay. Yeah, I probably would. I'd for how like long? For how show. long, though? As long as I keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As long as I keep coming, I feel you. then that's. <laughs> I feel you. That makes sense. What else yeah. do I need you for? <laughs> that makes sense. That sounds so horrible. I'm so <laughs> it sorry. Is, it is, but it's cool. You can get it off. As a, as a woman, you can say that. Men can't really say that too much. I mean, that's, men that's has they they've had their fun. It's about time for us to have our fun I openly. Agree. I agree. Just like how they've been having their fun openly. But again, like people are meant to be experienced, right? Isn't that what Nipsey said? And we were talking about yeah. Nipsey a little earlier. Yeah. Rest um, in peace. For real, rest in peace. Like mm. talk about like someone who gave so much to his community. Yeah. You know, and um, oh, Nipsey was the definition of a community activist. Like, yeah. That's exactly what he was. So, you know, we have the, we have the slogan, the marathon continues. So how are you? Because we talked about how, like, that still, like, kind of resonated with you, like, yeah. his death. Um, tell me about that. Like, how, how are you making sure that, you know, in his legacy, you're making sure that the marathon continues? One, uh, one of the biggest things I think that he preached was unity and, like, love mm-hmm. for your own people as well as other people. And I think that's one of the things that I want to, that I feel like I can bring because I'm not in a position right now to help my community, nor do I know if I really want to go back. My community is different. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a predominantly black community I was just gonna where say you know what I'm saying, where your people are being oppressed. But there are right. people in there, and but it's 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 different. So I think my aspect would just be more so preaching, like moving with unity and helping people. Like one of the things he was big on was giving people gems and like not hiding the truth from his people. And I thought that was big because a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are like, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him, but like, I'm not going to tell everybody because if I tell everybody, now you're competition. I think right. my, my theory is always like, if you help somebody out, they'll always be forever in debt to you. And that's not even like a, like a, um, like a selfish thing. That's just the truth. Like, they'll always be like, yeah, I remember we sat down this dude. And that should be more satisfying than being like, well, I'm going to keep this information to myself. I'm going to get rich. And everybody else around me going to be broke or not as rich as I am. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the things that he preached. And I think that we have to do. As an artist, you have to want to help other people when you know some shit that um, they might not know. I, I went on tour with KRS-One. I came back. Everything I learned from tour told all my people, yo, listen, this is what we got to do. This da 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 Like, it wasn't like, I'm going to come back from tour, and I'm going to be self-observed, and I'm going to try to make you guys work for me. Like, it don't work that way. So I think he preached that type of mentality, and I think in Connecticut, you need it more than ever. Like, especially with creators and artists and producers and blah, blah, blah. Like, everybody should be sharing everything they know to the people in our community, which is the Connecticut community, if you trust people that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So right, right. Is it trust or is it ego? Because that's that's one of the things that like it's, it's ego. It's ego. It's okay for sure. I I figure it is too because for sure. I was listening to um the famous average the famously average podcast and. Uh, one of the guys on there said something that was pretty cool. He was like how he's been going to all these events, so like especially networking events, and he sees like mainly women there. And he's just like, you know, I'm not seeing like a lot of dudes at these CT events, like at these right. local events, you know? <laughs> um, and it was kind of like, well, why? And then he was like, he realizes that guys or dudes like rappers um, and so forth only come out when they're headlining, when it's their event. Right. Um, and that's one of the things that we're missing in Connecticut, not just Connecticut, I want to say in our community as a whole, like just the black community itself. Yeah, for right, sure. Right, right, because... Black people, we look at each other and we think that we're each other's enemies. African-Americans. You, you African-Americans. <laughs> Specifically. Well, yeah, black people of African descent. Right. Um, because you touched on it in the first track in your entire project called um, The Soul. Right. Um, you said that they'd rather see you six feet than support anything you preach. Right. And I was like, God damn, he's starting his project off with this. Like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm definitely in for something. Mm. But I, I agree. That's Sometimes, real. unfortunately, like the next man, despite you feeding them knowledge, because of your skin tone and because we've been conditioned to see each other as enemies, right. they'll still see you as, okay, well, he's just trying to, he's trying to throw me off guard. Like, he's telling me this, but he really doing this, right, you right. know? It's, so it's a, it's a whole bunch of games being played. And, right. and I think, you know, I think artists, everybody wants to be the best. So there's always going to be competition, but you have to know when it's time to put the competition, like, we, let's work and build. Okay, let's build. I'm building. You're building. Let's come build together. Okay, if we get on this track, I'm going to rap better than you. But that's the only competition we have. It's not like I want to be better than you. It's like, yo, I'm a body you in this. Just like if you're playing somebody in basketball or anything, one-on-one, I'm going to beat you. But when we get off the court, we're still friends. We're still on the same team. Um, I'm glad you said that because nobody really talks about that line. And that was when I was like, yo, like, this is what I have to do, then it is what I'm going to do, but I don't want it to be my demise. Because mm -hmm. I think when you try to hide everything from everybody, it becomes your demise. You become a person that nobody wants to be around. You become a person that people don't know. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you have to help people. If you care about your community, you have to help people, no matter what it is. So. Correct. I mean and I was going to also just touch on your hat, too, because you got the Wu-Tang Clan sign on. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I love them, because they came from, what, Staten Island? Yes. Mm -hmm. a, a whole bunch of men, and they became an entire group, right. and they fed off of that. Like mm -hmm. I, I always love Wu-Tang Clan for that, because yeah. I feel like they were the pioneers for that, to see a group of black men yeah. in hip-hop come together and create this dope sound and then <laughs> off of that like there were other um artists that yeah. you know got their um, independence they were all so all unique different. and different mm -hmm. and that's what people don't understand like just because you're in hip-hop it doesn't mean that you're gonna have the same sound right. you can have your own unique sound everyone can eat right and that's one of the reasons why i specifically said i said african-americans i should say black americans specifically earlier is because like for example, look at Jamaicans when it comes to dancehall music. All of there's one there's one beat, there's one, one rhythm, track, yeah. one we're, rhythm. And we're all on the rhythm, right? We're all working together. We're all on the rhythm, and the only competition at that moment on the rhythm is who sounds better and yeah, who's, who's gonna, gonna sell more records. Right. Right. Gonna but that pop. rhythm is still that's that's the rhythm <laughs> for this specific album. This right. is the next rhythm for this specific album where you're gonna have <coughs> you're gonna have top 
um, dancehall artists on there, and then you're gonna have upcoming dancehall artists yeah. on the same rhythm yeah. as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's um, unity, though. That, that, but I think that comes with knowledge of self too. Yes. Like, like you can say you're Jamaican, but like if I'm black, mm-hmm. I don't know where my ancestors are from. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of know, but if I don't know and you don't know, mm-hmm. and she don't know and he don't know, then at the end of the day, we are all strangers. Like we all could be from the same tribe. But mm-hmm. we wouldn't know because we don't, A, we don't have that knowledge of self. That comes with everything. When your culture is literally taken from under you, then it's kind of hard to, like, want to be unified because you don't even know where the fuck you're from. Like, how are you going to help people if you don't know where your heritage is from? That's why I think Nipsey Hussle was so dope because mm-hmm. he knew where he was from. And I think he was able to to relate to all people and see them as family. Like, I, I read some shit where they were saying, like, his brother was saying how he put on a whole bunch of, a million dollars worth of jewelry and hopped on a city bus and went to 15 different hoods. And none of them, they got out, oh, shit, that's Nipsey. 15 different gangs, wow. and you're like, in you're LA. good everywhere? In LA. Nah, you're different, bro. <laughs> yeah, in LA, you're different, bro. <laughs> you, you're different. Nah, for real, you are different. So and I I completely, I agree and I disagree with that statement. Reason being is because I, f- I feel like Black Americans have, they've come such a long way. <laughs> and I feel like we created a culture here, even though it keeps getting appropriated, right? It keeps getting stolen, right? Flipping right, right. From, ben- from underneath us. But that's because we keep, we, um, we continuously, subconsciously teach our children how to separate themselves from one another. Instead right. of teaching our children unity, because it's not like we can't have it. We definitely can. We're, we're seeing a unity forming right now where a lot of people are promoting black businesses. Right. Black businesses are thriving. They're popping up everywhere, and people are buying from them. You know what I mean? We 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 have gained apologies from uh, big national like retailers. Why? Because we realize that there is power in our money, and there is power in unity. And <coughs> while we still have a long way to go, <coughs> I mean, I feel like we kind of have created a culture here. Like, we kind of have... Created why a don't we, why don't we know that though? Like why don't black people know? Like if we just start and support our own shit, we'd be good. I don't think it's that we don't know. I think that we're still focused on assimilating into mm. a, 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 a environment or into not even culture. Like we're assimilating into an environment that where people don't want us there. We're still trying to please someone. We're still trying to live up to somebody else's standards. Mm. You know, um, th- and that's that's one of the things that was so awesome about Nipsey. And then. You see Jay Z, who's giving back to his community. You see Beyonce, who is yeah. using her platform, you know, just like Harry Belafonte did, just like how Nina Simone did, just like how Little Richie did, and et cetera. Um, I don't think it's that we don't know right. that there's power in unity. I just think we don't know how to get that unity because money talks. Right. And uh, there's a deeper or a stronger desire mm-hmm. to be up there with the white man the and the white woman. Because the elite, that's what the elite picture still looks like. That's why representation is so important. Right. My mom always, just uh, just off of that, my mom always says something to me that, like, I always think about it when she says it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. But it, it makes <laughs> so much sense. Like, she's like, you know, if you really want to strike a chord, like, why don't we all just boycott Black Friday? Y- yeah, facts. Listen, facts. But, but <laughs> nobody, but how many people would you, out of 10 people, how many people do you think will, will stay in their house? Two. Right. So that's that's like mm. knowledge, like yo, you're, you're the money. Like yep. it, money ain't even real. You're the it's money. It's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? So. It's not. Um, and just to go a little left field, that's why with this whole reparations talk, because you know, um, the political elections coming up 2020, 
and they keep bringing up reparations, reparations, reparations. And I really don't think money is going to be the answer. Um, I am going to agree with help. you with um, us or black Americans knowing where their roots are from. I feel like every black American in, in this country should just get a kit off rip, like just to figure out where you're where right. you're from. But I know they won't do that because they're afraid, because when we find out where they're from, that means that we can automatically get citizenship. Mm-hmm. Everyone is leaving this country, right. and they're already trying to kick out the immigrants. Right. This country is going to be done for it within the next decade. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They know that. You that's know true. they can't survive. That should be the can't survive. That should be the know your ancestors. Like, they, they take your culture, and then they say, like, okay, in order for you to know, pay us $100, and we'll tell you. Like, what? What kind of uh, that can be a reparation in itself? Give everybody a kit right. and let them figure out where they're from. Fuck money, and I feel like also like po- politicians do shit like that to sway black people. Like like they'll have like hip hop artists and like come vote for. But once we get in office, like we're not gonna t- reparation. I don't I don't remember saying it. Like like they just start bugging like that, and I feel like us black folks need to stop falling for that shit. Like if somebody's talking about reparation, talk okay. Let's see. Like, why do we have to work immediately? That's the vote that has to be swayed the most is the black vote. And they do small things like that. And it's like, yo, like, nah, I don't believe that you're going to give us reparations because you know how long that's going to take? It might be, it might still be in progress. But Obama was trying to get fucking Affordable Care Act. That shit didn't really start working until he left. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, well, it's a little different. Everything takes time, especially with politics. For sure. Um, especially when it comes to law, everything takes time. But I don't know what you guys are talking about. I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the both of y'all are talking how about. Think, how much do they give you? I don't want a kit. I could buy a kit with the money that they're going to give me. How much do you think they're going to give you, though? To every black American, how much do they So I can't remember his, his name, but he is a... He was talking about Wayne. Uh-huh. Yes. Right? And he was like $1,000. I think it's Wayne. $1,000? A paycheck? No. No, it's like every month. Every oh, month. Okay, okay, hold on. Yeah. Extra $1,000 a month. A stipend. <coughs> extra $1,000 a month. And where you would get the money from. He basically, because Alaska does it. I didn't even know that if you were a resident of Alaska, you're getting like... A little allowance per month because really? the extra money that they you, that they um, get from the oil they in Alaska, they give it back to oh. the people. So that's the that's what's left over. Like okay. after they've made a profit and everything, they have this extra money. They give that back to the people. Oh, so nice. he said we could do that with technology. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. I want my money. Cut me a check because I'm here slaving away ten hours a day. I'm not working for a black person. I'm working for a white person. So give me an extra thousand dollars a month. Yes, <laughs> I will fucking take that shit. Okay, I'll take, I'll take an extra thousand a month. Hell yeah, we can all take an extra thousand dollars a month. Yeah, but what but are we really temporary. gonna do? That's temporary though. What like, are we really gonna do with that? I mean, you get your tax return every year. What do you do with that? I didn't get anything in my taxes. Hey. Oh, okay. you didn't benefit. I hey, did no. not. That well, the, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was no benefit Yikes. for me. So therefore, I can't say the same. This mm. extra thousand dollars a month can send my ass. Can buy me my little kit that I need. I don't need a kit. I know where I'm from already. I'll go. Well, that's the. <laughs> well, so you don't know where you're from, Africa. Take my ass to Jamaica. That's all I need. <laughs> I don't need to go back. Nah, that's. But what if? But what if you can like? What if you had land where you're from and didn't even know it? That's true. See that thousand dollars is. But who am I to go back? But who am I to go back there and claim it though? Like you. I would, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. There's probably people like people who needs that land who's living on there. Now, don't get me wrong. Would I love to find find out truly what where my roots are and go and visit and things of that sort? Of course. 
but like I'm not going to I don't feel like I would have a right to anything that would be owed to me if there was something that was owed to me because again this is something there's generations in between it and I feel like it's probably doing better (coughs) for those people who have it now then it would do better for me so it's always good to find out you know and you don't have to go back and be a colonizer you know what I'm saying you can can help (laughs) as soon as I tell them I'm American that's what that's the first thing they're gonna do look at me like oh oh you colonizer yeah makes sense makes sense so just to switch lanes Mm -hmm. how do you feel about the hip-hop culture in Connecticut uh I think it's dope I think um one of my issues with it is that we talk so much about the issues instead of just doing. Like, mm-hmm. I think Connecticut is one of the places where we have a lot of, like, <sighs> let me see how I say this right. We have a lot of, like, let's come out and let's talk about what's wrong with Connecticut. And, like, we'll do that so many times. Like, I've seen it. Like, let's talk about how you can get your music here and we're going to bring this person here and they're going to show you. It's like, at this point, we just all need to do music. That's my problem. Like, we need to do music and support each other. So I think the the culture is dope. I think the fans of Connecticut have to support people in general. You don't have to like their music, but a like or a share ain't going to hurt nobody unless there's a personal reason why you don't fuck with them because you would accept somebody else from the outside in. So it's like you might as well support your own before you go out and start looking for other sounds. Like everybody, well, we don't have, like one of the biggest things is people always talk about, well, they have that sound and this artist is dope, but that artist is literally in Connecticut because Connecticut has every single sound here. You have sound from Houston that you can find. You have sounds from fucking Atlanta, from New York, LA. You can find all types of vibes in Connecticut because we don't have a we don't have a solidified image. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have a solidified image, you're you're liable to shapeshift, mm-hmm. and that's cool. That so dope. we should be able to support that. Like I don't, I'm tired of hearing about come and talk about what's wrong with Connecticut. Like we just gonna keep being negative, or we're we gonna say like let's bring all the artists and put a show on with all the money you take and you bring executives why don't you just put a show together with with more than local artists like you throw them in throw local artists with the headliners that come from out of state toes place like yo there should be no reason why you don't have a good amount of connecticut openers each time and it doesn't have to be the same person and stop allowing it to be the same person give somebody else an opportunity like put your ear to the street and actually have to find music that's my only issue but outside of that i think connecticut is dope i think it's growing I think that the people who are in it, the artists who are in it, um, they represent very well. And I, I remember I said something like, because I, when I was in like Cali and Florida, I was like, yo, if you take 10 of Connecticut's best artists, doesn't matter what type of music they make, they'll be good everywhere. And that's like a truth because I've seen it. I, I agree with that too. Agreed. You have a song called Local Rapper. And in that song, well, so... <coughs> Based on what you're saying now, I'm thinking about that song, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Like, this song, to me, it almost sounded kind of, like, angry, because you were like, oh, what did you say? You were like, all that, something about, like, all that vision or all that yeah, work all or that, something. Yeah, all that And you're vision. still calling me a local yeah. rapper. Like, so, is there a stigma as to why you don't want to be referred to as a local rapper? Because that same stigma might be as to why everyone else is kind of, like, in their own shell and still moving on and doing their own thing. Right. You know what I mean? I think I think there's a stigma when people the the song was basically like a I, I don't know I don't know the actual word, but it, it, it wasn't to call myself it was to kind of be like, 
you're calling me local, oh, you're but like, yeah, like kind of like mm-hmm. stop calling, like stop calling me local, like ha ha, like it's funny to call people local, but like my vision isn't here. I mm-hmm. think a local rapper is somebody who literally, who they want to impact is right next door in their communities in their city. Mm-hmm. So. If you're a person who makes music, just because they don't know you, just like because the world don't know you, mm-hmm. that don't make you local. And that's mm-hmm. one of my things. That's why I said, like, like it's okay to the music gets to who it's supposed to. So, like, just because you don't know who I am, stop calling me local. Just listen to my music like you would listen to somebody you don't know, like, from Atlanta. Right. You wouldn't call them local. This local rapper is dope. No, you say, yo, this Atlanta artist is dope. Just like you would say, yo, this Connecticut artist is pretty dope. Hell yeah. Like don't don't cause I don't like that. Like I'm my vision is not in Connecticut. Like I'm I'm trying to be everywhere. I want my imprint everywhere. So there's no way you can really call me local. I but mean, you want to change lives though. No, yeah, no, no. Sure. I, I feel you and I kinda I definitely agree with that. <coughs> and where are you from in Connecticut? I'm from Bristol. Okay. Okay, so that's like the sense sticks. as to why earlier nah, you were like where are you from, bro? <laughs> Bridgeport. Okay, all right. <laughs> I had to make it sound bigger my than what it really is. Bridgeport, I'm from the nah, port. You heard? Bridgeport is, is, yeah, Bridgeport is out here yeah. is lit. Bridgeport is yeah. lit. No, Bridgeport gets to popping. Fairfield so County. Good reasons Fairfield. and bad know what it is. <laughs> we the richest county so out here. So what's in Bristol? Yeah, <laughs> um, ESPN, Bunch of white people. Lake compounds. Black people. White oh, people. Okay. It's it's like every other Connecticut. It's like New Britain or or like a smaller version of Hartford. Okay. With okay. less violence. So That's like nice. it it uh, it allows me to kind of be able to go anywhere and be fine. Like I grew up in Bristol, so I I know niggas who sell, kill, steal. I know people who live in mansions, and they Damn. don't know shit about that. So I can be in the middle of both of that and be able. Like when you said my verbiage, mm-hmm. I can a- I was able to talk to these white people and be able to kind of shimmy and go party with them. But I still go with my people who I grew up with. And who maybe won't see the things that I see, and mm-hmm. I still treat them like I treat everybody else. So that's Bristol. You will find a lot of very well-rounded people, and you find a lot of ignorant people. So this is like you know, ignorant people. Ain't shit, ain't shit in Bristol. Yeah, ain't shit in Bristol. I heard there were some good restaurants out there in Bristol. Uh, which ones? I don't know. Seafood. I like seafood, but we'll see. Ain't no, s- <laughs> ain't no <laughs> seafood. There's Nowhere? Mexican. There's Mexican food. Oh. Mexican food is good in Bristol. It's everywhere. It's good down here, too. Is it Mexican, real Mexican uh, field food, or are we talking about Tex-Mex here? No, 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 no. It's not, <laughs> it's not a chain. It's not a chain. It's not a chain. All right, cool. Not an Azteca or anything. Because, uh, trust me, they love Mexican food and tacos, okay? But we don't want the Mexicans <laughs> here at the same we time. We don't want the We Mexicans don't want them here, here, but we love their food. Yeah. Anyway, Price of Fame. Tell us about that. I like. I like that. With the name or the song? The name, the song, that's, everything. Yeah, that's out. actually the one of the... Project. Yeah, that's the main song I like the most, yeah. um, Price of Fame. And first off, <coughs> so on the cover of this man's album, it looks like you're sitting on a train track, like an overhead. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. Are you really sitting on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you Damn. got your ass up there above <laughs> the street. <laughs> and no. not only that, you <laughs> had your bad. entire album name like on a banner, was that real? No, that wasn't real. I'm okay, because I, I was gonna say to that looks no, but whoever edited that, that it looks yeah. really good. It was dope. They did a really good job. Shout out to the homie Kevin. He did he did that. Um, but that was I saw that vision like that's Bristol by the way. Okay. So that looks like it looks weird and random, but it's like in the midst of everything that was going on, I felt like damn, I should probably get up here and like 
I always wanted a billboard or like a banner, so mm -hmm. I wanted to paint that image. I saw that picture in my head probably like two years before I actually did it. Oh, so nice. that was something that I was very happy to be able to do. But um, Price of Fame is just, you know, the whole concept of that project, the concept of the name is like, what are you willing to give up to get? Like, what, are you, what is your price for you to be famous? Mm. Like, what are you going to sacrifice? Like, what are, what are you, when, it, when the time comes, what are the demons you're willing to battle to get what you want? And that was something I was going through leading up to that. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Price of Fame just sounds like, it sounds iconic too. Like, the like what is the price of fame? Everybody has to go through as an artist or a creative or whatever you do. You have to kind of figure out what you have to, right. co and what are you going to compromise? Like, am I going to compromise, like, my my artistic integrity for, for money? Am I going to compromise my morals? So price of the song was kind of like, I won't sell my soul for the price of fame, like for the hoes, for the dough, for the rocks and chains. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna sell my soul if it comes to that. But I know a lot of people who would be like, man, and selling soul isn't like literally like sell your. It's like signing a contract. You know that doesn't make sense. Like signing over your rights as an artist. Mm -hmm. Like doing things that that you know. Like I, I'm, I'm with the the baddest girl. Like in the song, I'm, I'm with the baddest girl, but the girl that I really love is not here. Right. Like because I wanted to be seen with her because I felt like it was a better, more popular decision, but it wasn't good for me morally. So it's kind of like my like my version of like love your own, like love yours. Like that's kind of what I wanted to make it feel like when I when I did it, because that's one of my favorite J. Cole songs. Yeah. So it's kind of just like telling people like, yo, like don't sell your soul no matter what you do. Keep your moral integrity. I was going to say I was going to ask you actually um, what are you willing to like sacrifice or what are you willing mm. to give up in order to meet your purpose i don't know i don't i don't i don't know that's mm -hmm. and that's what's scary about that because mm -hmm. it's like a precursor like i don't i don't know what i would have to do i feel like i feel like mine would mm -hmm. be like leaving the people i started with yeah. mm -hmm. i feel like that would be something that comes up in like a okay we'll sign you but like you got to drop you. all these people and you got to get with our people that would be hard for me, but I I feel like that's the only demons that I might have to fight, and that just like because morally that's not right. Morally, you, you if somebody has helped you, unless they're cool with it, you don't just drop them yeah. and be like yo, nah, you got to drop them. You got to move over here, and we're gonna have our own managers and da 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 da. That's tough. I don't know though. I I just pray, it it will happen, but I just pray it's nothing as dire as some shit like that. Um, or any other wild shit, cause they, you know, they talk about wild shit artists be doing to get on. Facts. Signing with Birdman and shit. I was about <laughs> to say, <laughs> like, we like, could even go further back with. Listen, they, 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 <laughs> they back that shit up yeah. on the zig. That's what they do too. Yeah. So which is, I mean, which is they crazy. take a. <laughs> That's wild. They yeah. Take a lot. That's wild. They take a lot. They <laughs> sacrifice a lot. They suck <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a lot. Yeah, no, it's it's they sell true. a lot. Like, no, you have people who really be selling their souls. Like, they they, I mean, for the price of fame, you have people that would give up anything. That's more integrity. That's crazy. That's like, yeah, I can't I, even imagine. Oh my God, for some money, keep that shit. <laughs> yeah, but if somebody throws if somebody throws a hundred thousand in your face and you've never seen it before. And you come from a place where, like, you know it's a, like, they tell you, like, yo, it's the best deal you're going to get 
we don't know. Go suck his dick and we'll we'll sign you. I'm pretty sure they tried that with Nipsey. I'm sure they did. That's I'm why sure he's they tried it. And he was like, "Fuck all you hoes. Yeah, I'm not, fuck I'm all not you hoes." My <laughs> <laughs> just. I don't, but there's a lot of people who have like a lot of I don't I don't want to get. There's a lot of people who have gone yeah. who have gone that route, and we know that and they stories t- and they come talk out about and they it. talk about yep, and they talk about it. I mean, Kendrick touched upon it. Yeah. I don't think he went that route, but he touched upon it when he talked about Lucy. Like, yeah. he he definitely touched upon the industry. Like, it it's oof, it's heavy and it's dark. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. It's nasty, <laughs> like, <laughs> not in a good way. No. Oh my gosh, speak. Speaking about nasty, so ruined the party. I watched that video. Uh, that video was pretty dope. Thank you. I yeah. like that video. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. You know, you didn't like it. Took a lot. Took I like the video time. too, but you know, um, when I have a little chocolate girl, you know what I'm saying? I felt a little tinge. I was just like, was but she was beautiful. Hold on. Oh, are you talking about the girl? Yeah. Okay. She was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> but. but you know, just having a little more melanin, know what I'm saying? Oh, you talking about in the video. In yeah. The video? yeah, I need to see some <laughs> more chocolate girls. Well, well, shit. You can't be on here conscious Hook talking about up. how you love this and this and this and black this and black that. I, I do. Know. I love all people. I know, but I want to see more chocolate So then where, do, where y'all at? Y'all want to come to the next video? I yes. Okay. Nene can. I'm camera shy. Becky <laughs> <laughs> lying. Well, I Becky don't, like, in the video like. To be honest, that that was like the um, cause my homie he lives in Atlanta and he's he's funny. It's my homie Q. He's like, <laughs> I I call him racist because I feel like he is, but he be like, I don't want I don't want to see no white bitches in the video. <laughs> yeah, don't blame like, him. I'll be like I'll be like yo Q. I'll be like yo Q. You gotta chill because like to me, a I love all women, but it's just like also you have to sell music too and the highest bidders in buying it ain't our people but That's even bad. for the video it's true. it's true but even for the video i don't have access to models like that so i had to take what i can grab like i had to mm-hmm. take everything that i could get so it wasn't like i have i had I somebody don't believe who was, that i swear to god it's swear instagram to what you mean there's instagram models I swear, everywhere I can hear you. I can okay, but how many of them five. will flop i've had i've had so many i've hit people up and it would flop like okay. it, it, the time would come and then they'd be like, oh, I can't. I got to do this. And this is previous videos, like, too, mm-hmm. where I needed to cast people or I wanted to have people. And that, that's kind of, like, why it's, like, hard. I don't know a lot of models. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not on the scene like that. So I, I go to people who ask, and they have to figure it out. But if they can't get them and people aren't willing to do it, especially when I'm casting, I'm like, yo, anybody wants to be in the video, hit da 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 nobody's hitting me up. Now I got to mm-hmm. take the initiative to go out and find people, which I don't mind. But then I find you, and I like you, and I feel like you will work perfectly, and then you don't show up, or you don't reply, or you're just very, like, skeptical. So it's like... Trey, you got you to gotta come down. Come down to the shoreline. Okay. You got to throw some parties out here. Yeah. Well, okay, it's, who's, who's <laughs> out for me? It's because you, you all the way you all the way out in Brazil. Yeah, I got you. Okay. I got. I shot that in New Haven too. <laughs> I shot that in New Haven. In New Haven. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I told people from New Haven to come. Nobody came. See, and we talk about support from your community. Ah, there it goes see, right but there. But that's not my community out here, so I didn't expect anything. <sighs> but I do understand. So the next one, I'm gonna need y'all to help cast. Yeah, just hit us up. You know, a night called everywhere. Okay. You know, I you hope they know. call and listen. <laughs> I have, I'm done. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm done with this one. Yeah, I'm corny, yo. But I, I say it off rip. Yo, I well, no, you're not because like I want to go back into your, your poetic sense. But first, before I even do that, what's your sign? I'm a Sagittarius. I was born on December 9th. This makes 
perfect sense. Sag. What does that mean? Well, that's why I, f- I feel like that's why you're so poetic. And that's why you have like a sense uh, of purpose already. I've met so many Sagittarians where they almost have a sense of purpose from early. Like, I don't know what it is about mm. them, but, and mind you, this is the sign that's spontaneous. This is the least grounded sign yeah, out of all sure. the other ones, right? Yeah. But they <laughs> usually do have a stronger sense of purpose from earlier on. I think that's why, though. Because I think, like, as Sagittarius, we have so much, like, we have so many ideas that it's hard for us to just stick and be like, this is who I'm supposed to be. It's like, like, we just want to do everything. So it's hard for us to, like, it's hard Mm -hmm. for me, at least. Someone's like, yo, tomorrow we're going to go to, I don't know, we're going to go to the bar. I'd be like, uh... I don't know, because I might have something that happens, and then if something happens, I can spontaneously be like, okay, I was supposed to be here. So I follow mm-hmm. a lot of my, like, spiritual guide, guidance. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't make plans with people because I feel like something might come up, and if that's called, I don't want to disappoint people and be like, well, I can't do that because I had to do that. And that's why we're not grounded, because we've been thinking about so much other shit. But that's it's, it's why bad. it seems like you guys aren't grounded. Yeah. But in fact, I think you, I think, I think you guys are. I need to take a page out of your book. I gotta learn that. Mm. But um. But what sign are you? And you? I'm an Aries. Yeah, oh, I'm an nice. Aquarian. You're an Aquarian. Yes, mm-hmm. Aquarius. Shout out. Okay. To all the Aquarians across the land. I think we're all cool together. I think yeah. they're all yeah. like. We're nice a little trio. Yeah, yes. that's what's up. We're a compatible little yes. trio right here. That's why I like I, I like this energy feeling. So good. You guys could give me advice. So there was a you had a <laughs> you <laughs> you had a, a line where you was like stretch her legs so I can exercise my demons. How can I turn that into a caption for myself? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I need that as a <laughs> caption for Becky. For I'm thinking like I'm gonna stretch and like take a picture. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want know. I think you should be I mean you should have like the the you know I'm gonna have the wristband. Whatever, on. whatever the the little blur thing is, and put the put the legs up. Oh yeah. Oh, like a sensor oh, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I could do one of my central selfies. Stretch your legs. So, well, so I can exercise <laughs> my demons. I'm still trying to figure out how <laughs> she gonna work this out. Lord, I'm yeah. done. That's, that's um, that's a that's a that's a sinning ass line. That's like some dog shit right there i know but it just sounded so good i was like this is i love this that's that's me that's (laughs) me when when i'm when i'm not trying to be the nice guy like that's that's the type of shit i'm not into the like lovey-dovey and shit when i'm on that type of time i am a lover but you know yeah because you have a phone telling a girl you was going to be there for her but damn see i just proved this point all right people what what would you just prove earlier because that's my favorite song out of everything that's my favorite (laughs) line out of everything you (laughs) was talking about how girls like when you're an asshole versus when you're the good guy damn all right people yeah you can't say you can't say that and be like a nice guy like stretch your legs so i can exercise it that shit don't that don't work you can that don't work you could you could still be nice. You gotta be with the shits to like to tell a girl that and she just gotta be oh my god, like it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's different. It's different. I say you could still be nice because like this is what you're telling her, like, all right, like babe, like I like you know, we all gotta we yeah. all gotta exercise and our you're demons. Still we always young. Like Stop out. acting mature. Listen, mm. this is the time act for you up. to be with the shits yes, and act, act up. Summer's coming up. up. Act the fuck up. But don't, but wear a condom, please, and don't unnecessarily hurt. You don't have to hurt anybody. You could be honest and act up. Yeah. Can you? Yes. I don't know. I f- honest and act up? Yeah. I feel like those two don't go together. 
Okay, we gonna teach. In order you. to act up, you gotta do some. You just gotta be sneaky. That's that's my version of acting up. I'm you doing sound a like a sad. Yep, there goes the stash coming out. Sash. All right, that's a fact though. Nah, it's been it's a night call. A night call. What? You you have to be honest to act up, or are you? You can be honest to act up. No, you, you can't. So? To have different men, to have different from your standpoint, to have different men and do whatever the fuck you want to do, you're not honest with all of them. Oh, so what Whoa. I mean by honest is that okay. if I'm if I'm single and I'm acting up, like you're gonna know that I'm single and that I'm talking to somebody else. Like you're gonna know that it's not just you okay. in the That's picture. Now, what you I'm assume not. what's going on with that right. other person is your assumption. Well, is that honest? Is that being honest with the person? Well, no, because you're assuming already. Men tend to do that. They already assume, like, oh, you talking to somebody else? Oh, you fucking that nigga too? No, I could. I pr- am probably only fucking you, but yeah. I am still talking to other people. Okay, right. fair enough. See, I'm but learning. I'm learning assumption. something. I'm learning something today. See, learning something. That's why you're here. I, I, when I act up, I lie. So that's guess I was gonna say, Sagittarius men don't know how to be transparent. <laughs> they like don't. That. That's they what don't. the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are not, cause yeah, we don't want to hurt nobody, man. Oh, but that's, we that's, we're like we're like the that type of person, you know. Where I'm gonna lie because I don't want you to feel bad. Like that's what they all say. Don't get me started. Anyway, Trey, that's where can we thing. find we, you? Yeah. Where, um, on social tell media. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you could follow my social media under Trey underscore Tuck underscore. So I'm on all platforms, musically, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I mean, those are really the only Facebook. You want to add me on Facebook? We could be friends too. Um, I really hate social media though. Same. I can't stand that shit. I wish I didn't have to. I wish that wasn't a way you had to do music. Because if it wasn't, I, sw- I nobody would see. Blame Soldier Boy. <laughs> yeah, blame him. I don't blame Soldier Boy. I blame um. Well, Joe Budden had a lot to do with it too. Like what about blog, your music too? My music. Yeah, yeah where can we find you? Um, my music is on Apple Music, Spotify. Spotify, I would highly suggest people to go to because Spotify people love Spotify I love so Spotify much. Too yeah. Much. Um, title title is what I fuck with though. I don't have Apple Music, Spotify. I have title. I support Hove. With the I'm with the black cause as everybody should be, mm-hmm. um, and as an artist you get more you get paid more per stream through title than oh, any nice. other any other um, streaming platform. Mm-hmm. So and Nipsey supported title, so if you fuck with Nipsey, get title. Um, they should probably pay me for this ad right now, but yeah, yeah they I'm, will soon. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, thank you. They will soon. You have a playlist on Spotify that's dope. So everybody go listen to his playlist. Like, did you create that playlist on Spotify? What, what, what did I do? It was yeah. created like in 2016. There was magic. There were, there's n- you can't play them anymore because Jay Z took all his shit off Spotify and put it in Title. But so it had it was it was like yeah I was creeping. So it <laughs> was <laughs> like cool, it was cool. on your Spotify. It was a playlist and it said it was made by Trey Tuck. Was it? And it said it was in 2016. It had like a lot of J Cole in there, Rick Ross. Oh, so I didn't know you guys could see that shit. Oh shit! Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought that was like my own personal playlist that I get to make. Oh, I was listening to it today. Oh, I was rocking shit. at work. Well, I'm glad mm-hmm. I I didn't even know. I see that's how like I feel like I'm like a a caveman when it comes to that shit. I don't know that. I thought you like how on Apple Music you can make a playlist mm-hmm. and then you listen to it or like. Well, titles you can make it private. Oh, so I should, well. I don't know. Nah, keep making playlists. Yeah. We like to hear, I love to hear artists' playlists. But anyway. I listen to a lot of old school music, so yeah. Okay. I'm with it. But Thank anyway. you. No Thank problem. you for Thank coming. You. Thank you, Thank you. Shout out to you guys. You guys are dope. Woo.
thank you. I love hearing that. Keep telling me I'm dope. <laughs> <laughs> Whisper in my ears that I'm dope. <laughs> You're dope. Thanks for listening, guys, for tuning in with us. Remember to follow us on all social media networks. We're on Instagram. Our Instagram is at a night called. We can also be found on Twitter, a night called underscore. Don't forget the underscore. We both have our individual Snapchats. I'm on as Complex Melody. And I'm on Snapchat as Nubian Queen May. Oh, yeah. And of course, you can find this episode on SoundCloud. Spotify coming soon. Apple Podcasts coming soon. You can also reach us via email. A night called at gmail.com. Yep, if you want to rant, if you want to yell at us, feel free to email us. Or you can just tell me I'm cute. That's how that works. Too. Yep, you can tell me you like my voice too. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. <laughs>